We welcome you in to the Small Ball Podcast. Today is Monday, April 24th, and the Milwaukee Bucks are the ultimate and most desperate choke artists in the NBA. Yikes, dude. This is insane. I mean, we all went on this podcast a week, two weeks ago, and we're like, Milwaukee Bucks are the team to beat. Yeah. And now they're down three to one. I mean, we sung their praises and hand up all when i was wrong all of us will we'll admit when we were wrong scott's gonna admit for us and i will admit for the small ball podcast we were wrong now series isn't over going down three one though uh about as bad as it can get for milwaukee uh total choke job we just finished watching the heat bucks game and we we actually walked into the small ball studio. We we're like, yeah, it's over. 12-point lead. Late in this game, Milwaukee's got it. Here, crowd sharing, we look. Heater up one with like two and a half to play. I mean, Jimmy Butler, he's called Hemi for a reason. Jimmy Butler with 56 points. What a performance from him. And Reggie Miller said, uh, he's, he's on the broadcast, he goes, this is possibly the greatest performance we've ever seen from a Miami Heat player. Um in playoff history, which is saying something. He looked so good. Tonight. 19 of 28 shooting, 15 of 18 from the free throw line. He was the best player on the court tonight. 100%. And, and that is saying something because Giannis was on the other side. But at the end of that game, Giannis, Christian, we were watching. Giannis, it was almost embarrassing. He had a chance to cut the lead. Out of sorts, takes a backwards layup, probably trying to draw contact, misses it, and that kind of felt like the final nail in the coffin. It Milwaukee, as a number one team with championship pedigree, you are not supposed to blow a game the way that Milwaukee blew it tonight. Yeah, I, I will say uh, you can't really look at Giannis and put the blame on him. No. no. You, you have to really start looking at some of these role guys. Um, and some of their better players like Drew Holiday, today he shot – Two of 11 from three-point land. That's that's one of your top three best players. And if he's going to perform that way, it's going to be hard to win. And, again, I just want to say we're aware that Gian, uh, Giannis missed the last two games. Um, and that affects the team as they're trying to get gel and flow in the playoffs. Because we can all agree the playoffs and regular season are so different. So different. It, it's a different season. So for them to have to miss two games of Giannis is very detrimental for them. Do I think this series is over? No. And I think all of us are, would agree with that. I, I mean, so. yeah. if yeah. there's any team that's going to come back from 3-1, it's going to be the Milwaukee Bucks. I, you go ahead, Christian. I, so I, I was curious. So I pulled up the, the odds of coming back down 3-1. Yeah. And only 13 teams have done this in NBA history. First one came in 1968, and the most recent was the Denver Nuggets in 2020. And they did it twice. Did it twice. But the odds of coming back down 3-1 is less than 0.05% chance. Just in general? Just in general. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, and there's so much that goes in. I mean, Chris Middleton hasn't been good this series. I know he's been coming back from injury, but he's been coming back from injury feels like forever now. Um, it, it just, as the one yeah. seed... And here's here's my biggest thing is they are a championship team. They they've won a championship. They've kept that core from the championship. And it wasn't like Miami was in the lead most of this game. The Bucks were in control for most of this game and yeah. completely melted down in the last five, six minutes. 
that's a huge red flag if you want to be a championship. And don't get me wrong, the Miami Heat, like that's a very scary eight seed with Jimmy Butler. But you can't have this meltdown with this late into the game. You just can't do it. Yeah, Christian, your stat, I I don't want to apply that. I I get that it's important to the conversation, but I don't want to apply that to the series because it's the Milwaukee Bucks. They've been the best player, or or, excuse me, the best team in the league all season, and they missed their best player for two games in the series. So I think that it's a different storyline. And if you look at, you know, Chris Middleton, sure, his numbers haven't been the best. He did have his first 30-point game in the playoffs already this season. Um and if you look at the players that had a positive plus minus, it's Giannis from, from this game, Giannis, Chris Middleton, and Grayson Allen. One of those isn't like the others, but... Grayson Allen, king. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm not... I mean, obviously, yes, the meltdown sucks, and it's a major red flag. Uh, I think that that just shows how good of an eight seed the Heat are. And Milwaukee... They had they missed Giannis for two games, and yes, you can argue they won one of those games, sure. But the flow of things, uh, how your team is gelling, because this is a whole new season, the playoffs. It is. So I, I think that has had a, a, a major effect, even on tonight in, in the latter in, in the crunch time. I but think they, that that they have had two losses with Giannis. Game one, he yeah. he did go down with Christian. You said like. 11 minutes 11 left. Minutes left. Um, but the Miami was winning that game. And then tonight, you know, and he is coming back from injury. But, you know, he played 68 games. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's already gel there. Um, it just, it, you just can't have this loss if you're Milwaukee. Yeah. Um, that's yep. just, that's one of those losses that, for a franchise, that stings. But let's give credit to the Miami Heat yeah. as well. Yeah, shout out to them. Shout out to Jimmy Butler. I mean, to drop 56 points in a, in a playoff game is just nuts. Uh, it kind of reminds me of Jimmy Butler back in the bubble when he was yeah, uh, playing yeah. the Lakers and like literally doing everything he could to yep. will his team to win. Um, but. Yeah, they've had guys step up. And also a note, only four teams have upset the one seed in NBA history. Um, the most recent were the Grizzlies over the Spurs in 2011. Um, before that, it was the Warriors, the We Believe Warriors against the Mavericks in 2007. The Heat actually had it done to them against the New York Knicks back in 1999. And the first ever do it were the Denver Nuggets over the one-seed Supersonics in 1994 were coached by George Carl. And it was Dikembe Mutombo who led that Nuggets team to the upset. But um, it's funny. You think Dikembe Mutombo and you think Jimmy Butler – um, it feels like Jimmy Butler might be a little bit better player, which shows you the parity in the NBA today. Yep. Um, there's so much talent on so many different teams. Um, but, yeah, this, this Heat team, we were talk- we've talked about them in the regular season. It's like, okay, how good are they? They've got all these two-way players. Duncan Robinson, what is this guy doing? Right. And, uh, Christian, I'll let you kind of speak on that because you've had comments about Heat culture in the past. Yeah, I've always believed that Heat culture was just – like it's it's good, but it's like it's really overhyped. I mean, they're just making these G leaguers, two way guys into like role players. And I literally, as we were watching the the Bucks game, and they were and Miami was down like twelve. I was like, see, this is what you, you can't do. You can't have these random role players like be a part of like serious rotation in the playoffs. Like that's not going to get you anywhere. 
clearly I'm eating my words. Maybe maybe heat culture is deserves all the hype they can, but man, this is just a real shot to my foot. <laughs> yeah. 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 An ego check. Hey, ego check there, but Grizzlies and Lakers are currently playing right now. And we all picked the Lakers to win that series. We did. LA's up two to one in that series right now. And I think that they're going to go up three one after tonight. Wow. I like here's my issue is I know everyone talked about it, but it is worth mentioning. Dylan Brooks. Can you be dumber? I, I is there anything dumber than poking the bear of a guy who's in the conversation as top two players of all time? Yeah. The thing that bugs me the most is Dylan Brooks isn't even good. No. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's one thing if Ja Morant was, yeah. right. you know, dancing on top of the Lakers logo and, like, calling out LeBron. Yeah, and he drops 45 last game. Yeah, yeah. it's like, like, okay. Ja is good. Dylan Brooks is not good. No. He shot them out of the game in the first quarter. I think he finished, like, 3 of 13 shooting, and they yeah. scored 9 points. And he got ejected. And he got ejected for touching LeBron in the no-no space. In the no-no space. Yeah. PG the, podcast. <laughs> the, the Grizzlies, that's the number one offseason thing they need to address is they need to get rid of Dylan Brooks. I don't even know what his value really? is. I think I they totally should. Agree. I think they should because he's clearly holding them back. Because defensively, he provides a bit of an edge, but he, he wants to be Pat Beverly or Draymond Green, and he's neither. And then when he has the chance, like after that game, to kind of hone in on being a villain. He he just he denies the media and then it's like oh everyone's saying these things about me and it's like dude you've caused all this like you're the reason why people call you a villain is because you act like a villain yeah but like the Wiley Coyote villain like not even a good one yeah yeah I don't understand why he's he has everything to say after a win but he will say nothing after a loss that's the like, whole that's the whole Memphis team yeah that's like, why that's why the NBA Twitter and all the fans turned on them they were the Cinderella team. But because of their, like, arrogance. attitude, arrogance, whatever you want to say after wins, and then they just don't say anything after losses, yeah. it, it's what drove people crazy. And Steven Adams, your man, I was the one guy in that locker yeah. room I'm like. I'm a Steven Adams. Yeah, yeah, they just lack a lot of maturity. It, that's that's simply what it is. It's, yep. They have no veteran leader who is, like, you know, sitting Dylan Brooks down and be like, you're an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and I, you know what? I actually do like Taylor Jenkins. I think he's a oh, pretty darn coach. good coach. John Morant goes out, and he still coaches that team to being one of the best teams in the West. Uh, but, yeah, the maturity, I, it's unbelievable. You'd think that sometimes it's like, are these like high school kids? Because that's how, how you would act. I mean, Draymond Green, the Golden State Warriors, lost in game one. He went and recorded a podcast. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Genius. Yeah. That is so genius. <laughs> like, that's the most genius That's thing. what we do every day. Yeah. We just live our lives and we're like... Yeah, I lose at work. <sighs> that was an L. Yeah. Let's go record a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> every day. It's like, I just got screamed at by three customers. Let's go <laughs> turn on that soundboard. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's just... Yeah, it's bad. But I, I, I still see this series going either way, but I will ride with my Lakers pick. Um, yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's what we do as podcasters. Yeah, that's what we do. We make Until the right we have calls. to admit we're wrong, but we make the right calls. Yeah, 
Hawks Celtics. Hawks Celtics. Hawks Celtics. Which they did win Game Three, Trev. <laughs> Let's yeah. talk. Hey, about kudos to kudos to Trev for predicting that one. You did. You were like trade dropped like thirty five. Yeah, he balled out. Yeah. And then Game Four, they lose. Was close. It was eight point game. Dejounte bumped the ref. What was that? And now I think he got uh, he got ejected. suspended. He did get suspended. suspended. He did get suspended yep, for that. Yep. Game five, he'll be suspended. Yeah, he's he's already like in Malibu. <laughs> <laughs> Dejounte's booked his ticket to <laughs> yeah. Malibu. Yeah, that dude. Yeah. That dude is is yeah. gone. Yeah. We're, we're not gonna see. De- yeah, I was gonna say we're not, we won't see him in a Hawks jersey again, but we'll see him next year. We'll see sure. him in a Hawks yeah, jersey yeah. for sure. Yeah. I mean, they just traded for him, <laughs> yeah. so that'd be such a weird turnaround. Yeah, it would be a bit aggressive. Yeah, yeah. I still got the Hawks um, come back three <laughs> one. I think that. Um, listen, guys, here's my analysis on this. Have you ever guys? Have you guys ever heard of Trey Young? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I have heard of Trey Young. That's they, your Hawks break. The Hawks have this guy named Trey Young, and he hits threes. You're talented. They're like they're talented. They have John Collins, <laughs> and I'm like, oh. Every time you share it too, I'm like, oh, maybe I'm wrong on this yeah, Hawks team. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, listen, hand up. This feels like the episode where maybe we mentioned some of our mistakes. Hand up. I did pick the Nets. Yeah, doing yeah. their series. No, this Philly. is good. We're just this is confession. <laughs> this yeah. is kind of a confession hour. There's there's a pope on the other side of this camera, <laughs> <laughs> and we are confessing. Yeah, that was more out of uh, spite more than anything else. Um, yeah, bad pick. Bad pick. Really bad pick. Spencer won't say it on the podcast. Kyle Kuzma called him Spencer Den, S H I. T-T-Y. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And, He's been um, playing like that, hasn't he? He, he played like poo-poo. He took a bad layup attempt at the end of the game against him, beat in game three. Yeah, they brought out the brooms. They did bring out the brooms. <laughs> yeah. So. so they went sweeping sweeping in Brooklyn. Yeah. Um, no sweet tell. Brooklyn! <laughs> <laughs> You yeah. were a little early on that. Hey, but we was. were right. We were right on that. Hey, so. yeah. Good job I mean, on that. The one that I felt the most confident in. Yeah. I yeah. I will say too. I was like, how can I spice this show up? Yeah. Well, I'll look like a genius. Uh-huh. But yeah. hand up. That was really it's wrong. It's well, tough. if we're if we're doing confessions, then Father, please forgive me for, <laughs> for I have sinned because <laughs> I chose the Cavs over the Knicks, and the mm. Knicks have just been dominating. This Beat series. down. They're they're only up two one. But in these two games that the Knicks have won, it's just like, it's like the Cavs are in a straight jacket. <sighs> Dude, it, it, Trevor, I know Trevor's the biggest, and it's not 2 1, it's 3 1. It's three games oh, to shoot. one. It's three to one? Yeah, no, oh, and Trevor, <laughs> Trev, I need to give you an open mic here because. You were you were high. <laughs> Wait, what are you doing? Was that you crying or no? I'm gr- sighing. Groaning? Oh yeah, yeah. No, the the Spotify listeners have heard me <laughs> deep breathing for the yeah. past thirty seconds. <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> no, yeah. no, not like that. Oh. Sad, yeah. sad deep breathing because I'm right with Christian. I confess, I I picked the uh, the Cavs to win in four to to go sweeping. You believed in sweepo mode. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm all I'm all about it because. Um, I'm not sipping that orange Julius and neither is Tom Thibodeau. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Orange Julius, Julius Randall got, uh, he got benched he got in game benched, four and it led to their victory. Yeah. So that there's part of me that's like, Hey, Tom Thibodeau and I are on the same, yeah, way, yeah. same wavelength. <laughs> Cause you're more anti Julius. I'm so anti Julius versus anti Knicks. Yeah. 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 Cause I, I, I really like Josh Hart and I really like, I love Brunson. Hart. yeah, yeah. I like, yeah. Jalen Brunson. We awesome. all know RJ Barrett's a, a fan of the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he yeah. is. Cause 
I'm locking him up. <laughs> yeah, you're locking that dude up. I actually don't like RJ Barrett, but um, yeah, you know the Cavs just haven't showed up, and, and I thought I thought they would. Um, Donovan Mitchell has he looked really bad in Game Four. Um, Donovan so. Booty Mitchell's what Donovan Booty him. Mitchell was. <laughs> he lived up to that name for sure. Yeah, he was bad, and you know before the series, I thought Julius was hurt. And so I was like, okay, Cavs. But I said, if if he's healthy, I want I want the Knicks. Well, it turns out <laughs> they're technically not playing with Julius Randle, but they are winning. But I did mention, like, if these turn into rock fights, favor the Knicks 10 times out of 10. And that's been in the favor. They, I said, the Cavs have to be flamethrowers in this series. Game two, they listened to the podcast. They were flamethrowers. They scored well. I think they only finished with 109, but they were Didn't at like... they win like 30 or something? Yeah, they were up 20 yeah. points, at, 20, 30 points at one point. But since then, the Knicks' offensive rebounding has been shocking because we've talked all year, Jared Allen, Evan Mobley, two great bigs, have not got it done in the playoffs. Yeah. Donovan Mitchell hasn't been good, but you know who also hasn't been good? Who? Darius Garland. Mm, yeah, he's looked really bad. He's looked bad, and it's like... I saw I saw a, uh, a, a tweet today that said, if Darius Garland was the shooter of Abraham Lincoln, <laughs> Abraham Lincoln would still be alive. He'd still be alive. <laughs> <laughs> He'd still be alive. Yeah. And that's what you start to figure out in the playoffs, though, is, hey, what does our roster actually look like? Do we have a guy who can take down Abe Lincoln? For the Cavs, it's <laughs> no. It's not. I mean, that's that's one thing we'll talk about in the offseason is like how the Cavs will rebuild because I don't know if that backcourt of Mitchell and Garland with Karis LeVert at the three is going to be good enough ever to be a deeply contested Eastern Conference team. My eyes are big right now. They were big. Scott. This is, this is the first year of this team. Yeah. They looked really good in the regular season. Isn't, isn't this their first playoff run? This is their they first were in playoff the playoffs run last year with with uh, uh, Mitchell. Uh, with, Mitchell. With, but yeah, they're in the playoffs last year. Um, I'm not going to say that. I like this team a lot. I, I just here's why. Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you. No, Scott. But no. it just gives me cold flashes. I'm having heat sweats to where Donovan Mitchell was before in Utah. Yeah. Where he had a guard like Darius Garland, whose name rhymes with Pike Wanley. Mike Conley. <laughs> Pike Wanley. But they had a great big named Rudy Gobert. All hail the king. All hail the king. It, there's just some eerily similar things where maybe instead of a guy like Darius Garland, you just get a legit two who can shoot the lights out of the ball. Let Donovan be the ball-dominant guy and get a two-guard who can just Shoot like none other. That that's my thought. I how many of those guys exist? Not many. I just two ball dominant guards like Garland and Mitchell. It's just too many flashes of Conley and Mitchell. I just I, I struggle with that. I struggle to see where there can be a lot of deep success in the East. It's almost like Donovan needs to be next to like a big guard. Because, mm. you know, Conley's a smaller guard. Garland's a Garland's smaller guard. Garland's a smaller guard. And Donovan Mitchell, he's like 6'1", but he plays mm. like he's 6'4", right? Mm. And so, like, maybe a, a more defensive, bigger guard oh, is, really? is 
Does his name with does his Win, name Win Mimmons? <laughs> Why were you thinking that too? I think of Ben Simmons. Bro. I was too. Oh, a I, big I thought, defensive guard. I literally Ben Simmons. Literally I, wasn't thinking about Ben Simmons at all oh. because he's hasn't been a player. He hasn't been a basketball player oh, for gosh. like two years now. Wait, listen to that lineup really quick, and then I want you to continue that point. Donovan Mitchell, Evan Mobley, Jared Allen. Ben Simmons and Kara Slipper. Oh my god. There's no court space. You might as well remove the three point line for that lineup. Yeah. That would be atrocious. Yeah. No, I, I would not put Ben Simmons on that team. Who were no. you thinking? Uh I mean I didn't have anyone that was mm. kind of came to mind, but Spencer I mean, Dinwiddie. <gasps> no. Callback. <laughs> no, I, I actually really have like a Drew Holiday, maybe. Ooh. Oh, dude. Because he's a, a bigger guard and he's more defensive. Based. Could they acquire? He's more of a small forward, but like Mikael Bridges. Dude, Mikael would be awesome on any team. Will yeah. they be able to acquire him? Or Jalen no, Brown? No. The Grizzlies offered four oh. first round picks for Mikael. No one's, no one's gonna get him. But you know who they can get? Who? Moutier. Emmanuel. <laughs> <laughs> he's a big guard and he's available. He is a big guard. He, Denver Nugget I, legend. He has he had so much potential. I was telling myself that when he came into the league, I oh. was like, this guy's gonna be. I awesome. just remember because I think he was playing in China. His like because he skipped uh, college, and I was like, he's already got a shoe deal. Like this guy is Wait, awesome. Yeah, he had a shoe Did deal. Did he play at SMU? He, but he also played. Overseas. He played overseas. Did he like do like one year at SMU and then it was no. like oh, I'm no. gonna go speak Mandarin? <laughs> yeah, I just know he came from overseas. Yeah, and I was like, he had a shoe deal, and I was like, this is the guy to turn around the Denver Nuggets. <laughs> Emmanuel Mudiay committed to play for the SMU Mustangs men's basketball team <laughs> on, on August twenty fourth, twenty thirteen, but later made the decision to forego college and join the Guangdong Southern Tigers in China. <laughs> He was a Guangdong Tiger. I love the Guangdong Tigers. Yeah. That's sick. I didn't know that. I yeah. thought he was an SMU guy. Yep. 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 Yeah. Oh. Emmanuel Moutier was a great callback, too. Thanks, man. Yeah. 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 But, yeah, I don't, I, I just, and I here's what hurts. Hand up. I picked the Cavs to go to the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, you did. And I also <laughs> picked the Bucks to go to the Finals. Oh, no. So my bracket is officially busted. It could be. Oh, are you it talking about? Be. Are you calling back to like? Yeah, the our preseason. Of, yeah, beginning of the pre-season year. Show. Okay, yeah. I was gonna say that's not even possible. Yeah, yeah. Pre, yeah, preseason yeah. show. I picked Bucks and Cavs. Can we just like just imagine real quick if it was like Knicks Miami Heat like oh next gosh. round? Like that's such a that is like a hard nose. That, Julius. Is, the, that is the playoff series for the blue collar. Yeah, it is. <laughs> that, sounds, that sounds awful. Yeah, 80, that sounds awful. It'd be like 88 to 80 every game. Knicks fans, small ball podcast, but Knicks fans are pretty elite. They're they're pretty good NBA fans. No. You, yeah, you have I to can tip respect your cap. Him. I can respect them. Yeah. I constantly just play in my head. Katie, don't you wish you came to the Knicks? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like all the time. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, and that's a realistic scenario is Heat versus, versus uh, the Knicks. And on the other side, it's Boston and Philly well, they, battling they, for their lives. Knicks would play in the second round. They can't that, even play in the conference finals. That, yeah, but that's what, that's what, what I mean. Oh. Heat, Knicks, second round, Boston, they're Philly. They're both up 3-1. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you're right. It, I mean, that's... Gosh, that'd be awful. Yeah. It's going to happen. That's going to suck. Yeah. <laughs> like the really s- bad for the small ball the brand. Sick, yeah. The sick, twisted version of me really wants to see the Heat play the Knicks. I just think that'd be a hilarious. Off the record, 
would be kind of fun NBA-wise. On the small ball record, as a small ball supporter, we can't let it happen. Yeah, we can't let that happen. Bucks, go, get to work, Giannis. Yeah, the Cavs, Cavs are dead. All right, all right. Let's turn the record back on. Sure. Uh, that was my record. We're talking West Side? Yeah, let's go to the West Coast. The Ooh. best coast. West Coast, best coast. Oh, we'll talk about it briefly. Warriors are tied with the Kings. Yeah, it's um, it's been sad. Um, that was a tough, tough game in Golden State. It was really tough to see that we were down five points. Yeah. And then Golden State, Steph Curry calls a timeout, doesn't have a timeout. We get a technical. We get the ball back. We make the technicals. Fox makes the three. We're down one. We get a stop with 10 seconds left just to be brokenhearted at a brick shot by Harrison Barnes. <laughs> yeah, and Steve Kerr called back to when Wiggins missed that game winner on in game one. You remember that? Yeah. And, yeah, it's very similar, eerily similar. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, and so for me, I feel like the this series is so, so close. It's those moments that are going to matter. It's the inches game. That's yeah. what we're looking at right now. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to go either way, in my opinion. People feel like, oh, the momentum is, is shifting, but, but it's, they're winning at home. Yeah, it's just teams winning at home right now. Both two teams who have great fans winning in front of their fans mm -hmm. off of. I mean, it, it has to mean a lot when you're playing in front of your, your home crowd. Um, and, and the Kings, it is going to be rocking. When's the next game? Tuesday? Wednesday? Wednesday. Wednesday. And that's kind of the reason why we originally said, I believe we said Kings in seven, and we yeah. were just being like based on home court advantage because yeah. the Warriors yeah. have been so bad on the road. Yeah, it, it's kind of going according to plan in that regard. Here's the thing. But though. just scary. Here's the thing, though. Um, it was going according to plan, if that's what we're looking at. And then we hear today that De'Aaron Fox fractured his finger. So he that that happened in the course of the game um, on, on a play. It was after the whistle blows, which even it's like around sucks the four more. minute mark. Yeah, and uh, in the fourth quarter, and Fox gets hit by Kevin Looney, Kevon Looney, and uh, yeah. But but what you see is him continue to play, and he hit some big time shots. So part of me, and he's currently listed as doubtful. I think De'Aaron Fox will play. Um, Has to. But part of me is getting really nervous, honestly, as a Kings fan. That Golden State, they looked really good last game. I, I don't really look at game three and I'm like, I'm worried about it because the Kings just played bad. It, 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 we weren't at our best. Uh, we didn't shoot well. But game four, we shot well and we still lost. So, yeah, I'm honestly a little nervous as a Sacramento Kings fan. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm just riding this this wave of confidence that I've been – on ever since we went up to oh. even with Fox fracturing his finger, dude, that doesn't scare me at all. Kobe Bryant won an NBA championship with a fractured finger, and mm. you know what? Wow. I saw uh, on Twitter today. It was a picture of Kobe shaking De'Aaron's hands, and he and Kobe had both his hands on De'Aaron's hands. <laughs> so there's a part of me that thinks that like was that it Fox's picture, left hand or right hand? Uh, oh. doesn't matter. We're not gonna we're not gonna <laughs> disclose which hand it was. Yeah. Uh, but part of me just likes to think that you know this is Kobe like blessing De'Aaron's hand, and he's like, "You're gonna have a Mamba mentality, and you're gonna wrap your finger up, and you're gonna go drop thirty five on these dudes." Dude, love it. That would be awesome. Yeah, I I mean I have I don't have much more to add. But it, it, game five is must win. This has been the, the, the most electric series. Oh, so fun in the playoffs. Yeah, and that's not just because I'm a Kings fan. That is 
objective objectively speaking it has been so electric it has lived up to the hype game four was so fun and the two games in sacramento were really fun so we're back in sack De'Aaron Fox is going to be, you know, he's going to play. He's doubtful. I think that could be partly smokescreen to try and, you know, shift Golden State's focus. I, I think that they're so much smarter than that. But, um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how Sacramento responds to the momentum feeling shifted towards Golden State. And now with Fox being hurt, it's going to be super interesting to see how Sacramento responds. Yeah, and this is... Uh, if Memphis wins, it'll be two. But this is currently the only series that is tied at two games to two. Every other series is either 4-0 or 3-1. Yeah, it's uh, lived up to the hype. It's, it's lived up to the hype. It's been great. It, obviously, it was that that rush going up 2-0 for Kings fans because so many analysts said, oh, Warriors in five, yeah. blah, 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 blah. Now it's it's kind of that put up or shut up now yeah, um, because you, you, you got to win at home. Yeah, and then we can kind of use this as a segue to the other series, but I I have heard uh, some other like I've watched videos of uh, of other podcasts, other other shows and whatnot. I've heard a couple people say that this series feels like the Western Conference Finals based on the play of the teams. I don't agree with that because I think any team in the West, any team in the West, aside from L.A. Ah, L.A. is so good. Aside from the Clippers, Minnesota, Minnesota, and Memphis, I think any team we can see in the NBA Finals. I agree. With any that team. Take. I think they're just saying that, and it's it's because the Warriors and the Kings they match up so well that the intensity that they play feels with, like a Western it Conference. feels like a Western Conference Finals. Yeah, that I, I I can see. Yeah, and so and I think that's just what we're seeing. We're just seeing two teams that really just match up really well. Yeah, yeah, they they match up. It's a battle. Yeah, those two and and Denver, like all three of those teams are crafted pretty similar in a yeah. way. In a way. Um, but yeah, it's it's awesome. Well, we'll briefly touch on Denver. They did lose Game Four to Minnesota. Um, Denver fans shouldn't be worried unless they see game seven pop up. Um, yeah. which I, Kyle Anderson's now out. Um, Minnesota had to have a lot of things go right in that game and they still nearly lost blowing a 14 point lead with two minutes left. Um, Anthony Edwards has a killer instinct. No one else on that team does for Minnesota. Yeah, Denver. Denver is is sitting nice and pretty. Don't get worried. Um, I, I don't think any fans are worried. <laughs> yeah, but but yeah, I mean Anthony Edwards. He's a great basketball player. Um, I, it'll be a gentleman's sweep. I don't see. I don't see. Which is what we all said. Yeah, we did. Uh, we all, all said say that. five games. Yeah, I think Minnesota's done for after this. Yeah, I'm actually really disappointed in Denver. Because this means we have to watch another game <laughs> of Denver versus Minnesota. I, I, which, I, has been a very boring season. Series. series. It has. I, it, truthfully, I had the same thought. Um, I was just like, can we just... Because, it, you know, and I was talking to my dad about this, and they got mentioned on the broadcast, it would have been the first sweep in Denver Nuggets history to sweep a team. Wow. Which is crazy, because they obviously had the Carmelo teams, which only... There was only one good Melo team in 2009. Um, but it's just... It's crazy to think about. They've yeah. been swept, but... And it's funny that you say that, because... In that same breath of the announcer, he says Minnesota's never been swept. So it would have so been a twofer. <laughs> it wow. would have been a twofer. Wow. It would have wow. been the perfect twofer. So but shout out crazy. to Minnesota for never being swept. Yeah. That yeah. being said, 
I'm going to say this on the record. Minnesota does come back and wins in seven games. I will. I don't know if I can be a Denver Nuggets fan anymore. Whoa. Whoa. Wait, say that you won't be a fan of them and pick a new team. Okay, I will not be a fan. If, if the Denver Nuggets <laughs> blow a 3-0 lead against the Minnesota Timberwolves and lose the series, I will no longer be a fan of the Nuggets, and I will ride with the Oklahoma City Thunder. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, we already have an Oklahoma City Thunder rep, though, so we need you to pick a different team. Um... Oh gosh, there's <laughs> there's some bad small market teams. Spurs. Uh, oh gosh. No, no. Okay, no. see. You know what? But that's I Matt, have, that, that's Matt G's yeah, team. Yeah, yeah. That's Matt G's team. I'll pick a team in the East because none of us have a team in the East. Okay. My dad and his family are right. from Indiana. Okay. <laughs> it is a dark time, and it's time that we ride from the ashes <laughs> because if the Nuggets blow this three zero series lead. Yeah. I'm coming to you, Pacers fans. You, you know would look so good in a Jalen Smith jersey. <laughs> yes, like would. so good. I you with him. the pinstripes. That reminded me that like I just had flashbacks of when I was like in fifth grade, yep. sixth grade, and Sacramento was going to leave the city yeah. of Sacramento yeah. and leave to go to Anaheim or Seattle. And I I I can pull this up on Facebook. I remember yep. putting my status and I typed out, I said, if Sacramento leaves to go to this city, I officially announce myself. And I'm like sixth grade, fifth grade. <laughs> I officially announce myself as a Golden State Warriors fan. See? And this is before the dynasty. Yeah. But um, yeah, Sacramento State and I've gotten to watch. Uh, Kings basketball. <laughs> but here we are now. What's, what's more of a punishment? Yeah. Your favorite team leaving or you having to watch 16 exactly. years of playoff? Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. But now you get to lip. That's what I'm hoping to do with the Pacers if I can fall this three all league yeah. <laughs> right yeah. out of the ashes with uh, Hallie Burton and maybe Buddy Heald. Yeah, <laughs> but that's not gonna happen. No, no, no. Denver and, and yeah, this series has been so boring. But it's looking like they're gonna play Phoenix next, and that's gonna be a battle. Yeah, both both of those series, Phoenix and Denver, very boring series. That series should go seven games. Phoenix is up three to one, and it's looking like they're going to close it out. Kawhi, I think, isn't going to play. Kawhi's out. PG's out. Dude, that is, oh my gosh. Uh, that is so frustrating. Yeah. As a Clippers fan, which, you know, on this podcast, we've, we've experienced a lot of basketball misery. Yeah. The Clippers might have it worse living in the shadow of your bigger brother, you finally have talent. Well, they had Lob City also. Well, I was going to say Lob City doesn't live up to expectations. Yeah. You get Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, and what did they do? Not live up to expectations. No. Nope. And I do have a take on Kawhi. Okay. Should I hold it, or should, can I share no, it? Oh, I want to hear it. it. And don't get me wrong. Put this on the record, Scott. I, I want this on the record. And don't get it twisted. Kawhi in San Antonio in Toronto was phenomenal. And he is one of the best basketball players that we know. But his tenure in Los Angeles might be the most disappointing tenures in NBA history. Mm. Because that Clippers team was expected to compete for multiple championships. And the furthest they got, Kawhi was injured. 
Yikes. One of the Kawhi's biggest games was a game seven against Denver where they had a 3-1 lead and were up 15 points in games five, in game six, and had a double-digit lead in game seven. And he lost all three of those. Kawhi Leonard's tenure, for as great as he is, has been a massive and detrimental disappointment. Yeah, it's been bad. And I'm a Kawhi guy. I love Kawhi. I love the claw. I love P- I love Kawhi and PG. I do love PG. Yeah. It's, it's really sad. It sucks to see. I honestly, like, that's part of the thing, too, of, like, uh, the larger markets, the L.A. appeal. I'm like, dude, Kawhi, bro, if you were to just go to a team that you fit really well in and you think that you could win and, um, you know, that's not an L.A. or a big market, oh, my gosh, I feel like... I don't know. I feel like that fits his personality. Number I don't one, think, I don't he's think from he the would, area. Yeah, so. I don't think he would get much as much attention. I mean, when he was, people forget that that year that they won in Toronto was Kawhi sat out a lot, you yeah. know, and they were just a really good constructed basketball team. And when playoffs came around, he was able to be healthy and ready, and they were able to make that push off. Or that playoff push. Yeah. Um, and luckily they caught the Warriors, you know, injured. Yeah. So if Kawhi was on a team similar to that where, you know, isn't in a big market, totally could see where yeah. you're coming from. Yep. Yeah, I just and what hurts the most is he missed a lot of games this year. And I know he came back from ACL. Right was the injury, and so it takes some time to come back. Totally understand. He rests a lot. And he rested for the playoffs, which now Phoenix has played 10 playoff games against L.A. in the last uh, three years. And Kawhi's played in two of those games. That's crazy. That's crazy. And that was game one and two. He missed the entire series where Paul George won two games against Phoenix. Wow. Yeah, I think they close it out. Phoenix is going to close it out tomorrow night. Yeah. And I will say this. Credit Ty Lue for making the Clippers still look competitive. And Russell Westbrook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout hey, out Russ. Russ has been awesome this series. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I yeah. It, that series is is wrap it it's up. It's a wrap. Yeah. Wrap so Phoenix up. versus Denver in the second round. We'll have Kyle Gearing back on the show. Yeah. Highly contentious. Yep. Yeah, that's gonna be wild because Phoenix and Denver are slotted to play each other if everything goes as we're expecting. Yeah. And uh, Scott and Kyle have had some some beef we've, off air. We've big time. we've we've had big beef off air. Now I will say we texted each other. We said on the show, big. It'll be respectful. We love Kyle. We love Kyle. Hey, we love him. It's important Kyle knows that we genuinely love him, but we beef with him off off yeah, big air. Big time. Big, big time. time. Big you, time beef. You. You. Me. We. Not we. You. I beef with him <laughs> big time off air. Yeah. So it'll be contentious, but yeah. I think it'll be it'll be good for for radio and and YouTube. Yeah. That's a wrap, boys. Yeah. That's a show. We we covered playoffs. We we. We mentioned our sins. Um, what else is there to say? Dude, I don't know. I feel like we, we recapped and we gave our takes. I think we're going to – here's what I'll say, um, because by this time next week, we're going to see some of these second-round matchups already. Um, like, they will be slotted to play. They'll obviously have to wait for people in, in other series to finish. But I think – Oh, dude, I do not want to predict the Kings Warriors. I think we should all predict the second round matchups. Right now? Yeah. All right. So okay. 
Oh gosh, but yeah, this is that, tough. That's, that's like for the most part, it's it's fairly let's, easy. Let's predict everything but that side with L.A., Memphis, Sacramento, and Golden State. Why? That's fun to predict those. Yeah, no, that's 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 what I want to predict. Right, I don't want right. to predict I'll, a I'll three go, to one series. I'll go first. I'll go first. I'll okay, start in the go east. For it. We got Philly playing Boston. Everyone's gonna have that one. Except for maybe Trevor. <laughs> no, and Philly's we have, Boston. And I'm going to just go for the pure chaos of Miami, New York. That's what I'm going with. It's three to one. They're three to one. It's, I mean, it's good as gold there. Yeah, let's talk about the West. And then we got Denver versus the Phoenix. Suns. Yeah. And yeah. then I'm going Lakers-Kings. What, dude? Wow. I think the Kings will hold them off. I'm <sighs> riding with them. If the Kings end up winning, and I right now choose yeah, the you, Warriors, you, you, I would be so upset with you myself. You got to choose the pick. You got to choose the Kings. So with that said, um, Sacramento's going to pull. We have the home court advantage. De'Aaron Fox, even with his hand, he's going to be okay. Um, Sabonis is going to step mm. up. We haven't seen Herder shoot well. He's going to shoot well. Keegan played well in game four. He's going to turn, keep turning it up. Uh, Sacramento's going to win um, one night thing in seven. And then we're going to see them play the L.A. Lakers. Ooh. Um. Yeah. I. I think. Dylan Wait. Well, what's your East Coast and your the your same sh- as you? Oh, Boston, yeah. Philly. You're not going with Atlanta. Boston, Philly, Milwaukee, um, uh, Miami, New York. Yeah, that's. I'll, I'll go with that. Um, I will go Lakers because Dylan Brooks poked the biggest bear you could possibly poke. You you got the Warriors. I see it in your eyes. I've got the Warriors. I think it's gonna go seven, which I, I said if it goes seven, I want the Warriors. You did say that. And I think it's gonna go seven and the Warriors are gonna see. And you know, that's a that's a good point to bring it. up the Warriors because I think what the NBA wants is the Warriors and the Lakers to move on they so that do. it's LeBron versus Curry. Think about that. Yeah, that's which like that's two of the great like that players. is awesome in itself. But then there's also the Kings Laker history. That's yeah, awesome. Would, in that itself. would be great. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Memphis. Yeah. 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 So uh, we want to make those picks real quick. Yeah. All right. Um, Boston, Philly. Oh, wait, wait. No, I was just talking about uh, oh. make the prediction for a second round. Like oh, that, that's oh we I thought we had to pick yeah. our second round picks. No, 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 no. We'll do that next week. Yeah. Yeah. A little tease. That's like a season six cliffhanger. Yeah. Perfect. Well, for the empirical Trevor McEwen and the phenomenal Christian Dennis, I am the wise Scott Ayers. We will say so long for now. We will see you next week. Hit me, Butler! Thank you.